All right, we're gonna go three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the place to be. I am your host, Eric Clark. And uh, yeah, this is episode one. I'm joined today by none other than Mr. Colin Knight. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. It's nice to be here. I'm glad to have you here, Ben. Um, yeah, man, we've been friends forever. Really, really has felt like forever. Before we get into that, though. Yeah, let's cheers to that. Cheers, man. Cheers to the place to be, man. I wouldn't want anyone else to be uh, first episode. You know, I wouldn't want anyone else to be your first episode either. I feel like we it's a good it's a good chemistry you have, so it's a nice icebreaker, you know? For sure. Oh, God, that rum is <laughs> lovely. I'm a rum guy. Uh, Mr. Knight is a, what would you say you are? I would say I'm a whiskey guy. Whiskey. Yeah, thanks to my mother. <laughs> she kept it around the house, and you know how that goes. Um, so there's probably a lot of people who are unaware, um, but we both kind of grew up in New Hampshire. That's where we met. It's uh, not the most interesting story, but it's interesting to us. We met on an Xbox Zombies game <laughs> through like a mutual friend. Who was that mutual friend? Dude? That was uh, Alex Lewis Allen. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alex, if you see this for some weird reason, shout out to you. But. Yeah, because yeah, cause 10 years later, 10 years of friendship later, this is uh, happening in California, 3,000 miles away. California. And yeah. that, that leads us to where I was going to say next. Um, you moved out here right after high school and for nothing but good reasons, your own personal reasons. But there's not a whole lot happening in New Hampshire and... You know, this is no hate to anyone there. I have love for everyone in New Hampshire, but there's just not much happening, especially for, you know, people like us. We're artists, really. Like, yeah. we make music. We make stuff. We are in the entertainment industry, you know. Mm -hmm. We're not really popping yet, yeah. but, you know, we're working on it, people. Yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a very not so welcoming to uh, different views. You know, it's very, uh, yeah. And, and that being said, like, I know plenty of people who are, you know, and I grew up with plenty of people who influenced me, you know, as role models in my life who were like completely go and be fucking weird and do your fucking thing. hundred percent. You know, they are there. There's just very, I think it's just the population issue. I was thinking about this today. There's however many, I think there's a million people. There can't be more than a million in all of New Hampshire, but there's, I, a, I think there's like 1.8 million people. In New and Hampshire. that's, that's LA. That's yeah. Los Angeles, which yeah. is a city yeah. to yeah. compare to the whole state. So it's kind of just the thing. You know, there's the majority of people and then there's the individuals. Not saying we're the most different people, but we are definitely different from you take a group of 100 people. Like, we're going to stand out. We're yeah. different you know, individuals. We think differently. Exactly. You know, and that's uh, that's something that's, that's very, very uh, isolated in New Hampshire. You mm -hmm. know, and it's, and it's not even, I would say, you know, like... Uh, like to be thinking differently it's just like you know like to be you know open. to have open yeah we're to open be. to new perspectives whereas exactly. you know we grew up again i love all of you but there's a lot of closed-minded people that we grew up with and it's uh it's all love for you guys but i i just opened my eyes one day and i said this is not where i need to be if i want to do what i want to do and again we both make music we're both in, you know, hopefully going down the road of ending somewhere in the entertainment business. And there's just not a whole lot going on. There's Boston, but again, the scene there is just not right. what it is. And 
we are still kind of in the middle of a pandemic, so things are weird. But hopefully when we see the other side of this, you know, California is known for the stuff that we want to do. So, again, you took the leap six years and I just moved out here in October 2020 in the freaking middle of the pandemic. And yeah, uh, I wouldn't have come man. here, I don't think, if it wasn't for you. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't have come here if it wasn't, you know. <laughs> you had for, some no, family. No, yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't. Have, I would not be here if it was not for my family. You right. Know? Specifically, you know, like my uncle coming out. I, I remember having like a, like a breakfast with like my grandfather and my uncle, who had come out from California, and I was like painting at the time, and I was, uh, I was, I was nineteen, and I was just like, you know, it, like Eric said, it's hard to feel like, you know to feel drive in, in a creative sense when you're in New Hampshire. It's, it's a when lot there's of no like, one else around you doing it. You feel very alone. Right. Like I'm trying, you know, you're trying to get this thing going. You're trying to make whatever it is. You're trying to film videos. We started filming <laughs> YouTube videos when we were in high school, like shortly after we met and it was just a goofy thing. But you know who's to hey, say? We had six hundred subscribers. Yeah, man. yeah. And back in the first YouTube days, I think that was a, that's a pretty thing. <laughs> Put to some do. respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were almost making money, and like, <laughs> and like, yeah, it's like pennies, you know. But but back then we were still we were we had the world. Yeah, it was all fun, and you know we were making moves, and people did notice it. People noticed it and say that hey, <laughs> we respect that you were. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we respect what you guys are doing. So, and that's awesome. Um, yeah. But who's to say if we weren't surrounded by more people who were willing to say, Hey, like I see this potential in you. I, I want to help out, uh, maybe invest in some better video equipment, help you with the audio, help you with the editing, help you with whatever you need graphic design. But it's just very, very, it's, if you, if you put yourself out there, you can find the people as we did. It's just in a, in a much larger company of people, it's easier to find it's just it's just fucking math yeah. science. Like the larger number of people, the more people of your kind you're gonna find. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's where it's like you know, and that's like kind of what my uncle started explaining to me when you know at that breakfast. He was like, he was like, yo, like, like I don't know, like, do you want you know, do you want to be here just working, like, or do you like, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, you know, like I really love music and I would love to like be a part of like that kind of scene. But it, again, like, there's not really like a big scene to get into, and like. And like that being said, like I, you know, like I've been to to great, you know, hardcore shows and punk shows and like in New Hampshire, uh, you know, but it's like like they were very like far in between, you know. Like I was never, it was never like a frequent thing that like at least I was doing, you know. But like it's there. It's just like it's hard to, you know, it's hard to have people being like open to being like, hey, like not only do I want to play music with a friend but i also want to like play it in a band and like try to get something yep, out of it yep, you know? totally. because because it's it's very like oh like that's just like you know like oh like what are you gonna like start a band and like take over the world and it's like no like i want to like dude like i want to start make a band the first and, step yeah we're like, just trying to take the first step and you know it 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 takes a lot of balls actually to take that first step and again it we were talking the other day um but for the sake of people who don't hear our private conversations that's why we're doing this podcast <laughs> yes um when you're around people who are doing it, it gives you this drive to, okay, like they want to do it. I can do it too. And, and you kind of like lift each other up. You help motivate and inspire each other. Right. Um, sorry, I lost track. What were you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, man. <laughs> who cares? Uh, there are people 
just so we can circle this conversation up and move on to the next, there are people in New Hampshire uh, who are making moves. And my advice to you would be, with as much love as possible, get the fuck out. <laughs> just go anywhere. It doesn't have to be California, but yeah. you need to, <clears throat> at least if you're not going to leave New Hampshire, you need to at least leave go... Leave your head. Like, leave your fucking head. Yes. Because that's, a, that's the biggest thing. Like, if you're not going to leave your pond fucking rule the shit out of that pond yes 100 you know? like, and shout out to you, you there that are doing that i see exactly. you guys and like, that goes into everything you know that goes into fucking making music that goes into fucking hairdressing you know anything being a nurse like do it like if you're gonna fucking do it just do it with your as much heart in it as possible 100 you know? like, and, and just don't get caught up in what other people are thinking about what you want to do with your own life because 100%. that's when you stop and you have years fly by and you're like fuck now i've just been living my life for other people and that's not fair to you Hundred percent. I just remembered what we were saying. Making that first move, it it takes a lot of balls. You know, I have a total of eight songs <clears> out, <throat> and that took me forever to create. I know you've been in a band. Um, would you like to talk about that at all? Um, maybe later. You know, like, we can continue. get into that. Yeah, yeah, but Colin, you know, he's a multi instrumentalist. He played bass in a band. Um, I personally like them. In differences, it's in differences aside. Uh, they did have talent and potential, but. For personal reasons, things happen. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, we're gonna be working together. We have plans to get in the studio. We've already made a few, you know, beats and instrumentals. Yeah. We throw out ideas out. every day. <laughs> we're gonna be the most funkiest, spaciest, <laughs> spaciest. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> funkiest, spaciest, grooviest melody you've ever heard. Fuck yeah. And that's a fact. Where can we go from here? I had a topic of ideas. So there's music. Um, what would you say, uh, what is it about music for you? Like, out of everything, there's drawing, there's painting, you know, there's sports, there's there's yeah. so many things you can do in life, but what is it about music? Um, I don't, like, I feel like with music for me, like, it really took me, like, to sit down and be like, and I've had a lot of this thought recently, you know, I mean, like, what I want to do, like, with my life and, like, you know, like, what am I interested in? Like, what do I like? And it's, like, what am I good at? But what do I like? You know, because, like, for example, like, I, ha I my first job was Toys R Us, right? And I, and I fucking hate this, but, like, this is, like, <laughs> an example of this, but it's, like, my manager, like, when my last day, she was, like, she was, like, hey, like, can you go clean the bathrooms again? And I was, like, yo, like, that's not really my job. I was just, like, on <laughs> you know, like. But I like you know, I was like, experience. but like I'm 16, you know. It's like I should, I should, I should be cleaning a fucking bathroom. Yeah, you know, like I like any 16 year old should be cleaning a bathroom and learning <laughs> fundamental house. But Real quick, all, yeah, all house, all house things aside. I don't mean you know? to butt in, but I had literally had the same experience when I was working at Staples. My manager, I'm sorry if you're watching this. I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> I'm sorry for my that. manager's name was Kat, and uh, she was a fucking bitch. And honestly, oh, like, no. and not even in a bad way, like, in like, like, not in a bad way, <laughs> as if you can call someone a bitch in a good way. But I'm just like, you know, like, it wasn't like, she wasn't like a bad person. She was just like a bitch of a boss. And yeah, we yeah, all yeah. have bitches of a boss. There's bad know? bosses. Like, a I lot fucking, of bad bosses. Yeah. And like, she was like, hey, like, but you're just so good at cleaning bathrooms. I'm like, do you think I'm just like, I'm Man. just going to pick up a career in cleaning bathrooms just because I'm good at cleaning bathrooms? No, like, I'm doing the things I'm doing now because I want to get ahead and, and work, yes. you know? I'm here to make money, and uh, my th that was my thing at Stables. I'm here because you guys are paying me a paycheck, 
and I would not be here if it wasn't for that paycheck. And so you're you're stupid if you think I'm going to go above what my contract says for that paycheck because I'm not going to say the number that Staples hired me at, but it was pathetic and and the stuff they were asking me to do for this number was pathetic and I always had this feeling and I didn't find out until 7 months into the job that they were actually they hired me at the wrong amount. I was supposed to be making like $4 more an hour for the tasks that they were having me do. And they were like, Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, like, well, I just gave you like six months worth of time at this pay rate. Like, are you going to make that up? Or like, what's the deal? Oh no, we can't do that. We're not going to give you, they didn't give you a raise. No, they did give me the raise, but still I, I worked six months worth of time for that $4 less an hour. You know where they fucked up is by telling you that. (laughs) <laughs> because had you not known any of that and but, they would have just given I, you the raise you would have been right. like Yo, I fucking love working for Staples <laughs> that, I always had that feeling though I was like I'm doing a little too much here for you know what I'm making it, this yeah. doesn't feel right Yeah. Um, but the bathroom thing it, it definitely you know you put your pride aside just clean the bathroom it's fine but I had the same <laughs> moment it's like I'm not making enough I'm not going to clean up shit in the fucking bathroom like right. fuck you so like circle back to, to the music to uh, yes so like so that's where it's like you know like i was thinking about what i really really like to do and i was like you know like for as long as like i can like as i could remember you know like i've been like listening to music like i used like you know like when i was super little i used to fucking like listen to music in the car with my fucking parents and like they would like each of them would turn the fucking volume up and it's like and we wouldn't talk and we would just listen to music and like it but it wasn't even in a bad like it's never in a bad way you know because it's like we're seeing it and it's like we're enjoying time together you know and it's like and it made me feel like, hey, I can, this music makes me feel really good, you know? And like, and it makes me have memories and things that I associate with, like, literal, like, just notes of fucking music. It's crazy. I can hear one note and it fucking brings back a memory. You know? It's like, weird how music like, oh, can that affect fucking you song. Like that. Yeah. And so I was just like, you know, like, above all else, like, I fucking, you know, like, I swing a hammer, I fucking, I paint walls, and it's like, I fucking, but above all else, I've always loved, you know, I, you know I've cleaned to- Toys R Us bathrooms, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I've just been like, you know, like through all of that shit, I've listened to music, you know, like music has gotten me through all of that. And without music, I would not be the person I am today. And it's like when I go see a live fucking set of, a, of, a, of one of my favorite bands and, and they're killing it on stage and they're jumping around having a great time. I'm like, dude, like it makes me feel like I'm having a great time. It makes me feel like I'm a part of like something more than just the normal fucking like, I don't, like plane of existence, you know, it's like, it goes beyond fucking communication at that point because it's just like, it's just a fucking feeling. And, uh, I would like to, I would like to branch off that, but I I just had to Google real quick. Toys R Us did go out of business. Uh, Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Where the fuck have you been? I mean, I could have, I thought I had the memory, but I didn't (laughs) want to say it. Oracle for that motherfucker. Hey, actually I don't use Google. I just started using DuckDuckGo. Just my... In my conspiracy theorist mind out there, getting, uh, Google oh. uses your information, and that's where you get your tailored ads from. You know, when you're talking about shit, like Google is constantly listening to you. And Joe Rogan put me on. You're gonna get a lot of Joe Rogan references in this podcast. I'm sorry, guys, but he's just <laughs> my role model for this. Um, DuckDuckGo is this is not paid sponsorship. DuckDuckGo is a free search engine, and it never saves your data. It's all completely private. You know, if you're looking up weird porn, it's never gonna save it. So you know. <laughs> Just stop using Google. Fuck, <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> but back All right, to, yeah, fuck Google. Back to I'm music. 
Um, duck, duck, goose. Or duck, 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 go. go. Okay. Yeah. Duck, duck, go the fuck away from my communications, <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> Let stop me looking, have my weird porn. Stop Doggone. looking at my surgeons. <laughs> I'm entitled to my privacy. I still just use, like, LimeWire for porn, man. I don't <laughs> even care. I'm like, I just burn viruses on my computer, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. But uh, with music, I've always, I actually said that, and that's what got me into music is... I'm sure I was either, you know, smoking a joint or on some mushrooms at the time, but I just had the realization that um, there's so many languages in the world and there's there's a language barrier. But if you take any person in the world, I mean, if you don't like music, like if you're a person who's like, no, I don't listen to music, I don't like, I don't think that even exists. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think that's that exists. Yeah, I think that's like everyone loves music that's like you being ashamed of like maybe like i don't know that's like with people who listen to like only like soundtracks of like medieval movies you know listen to right it's it's still music yeah it's still music exactly it's a universal language it's something that we can all you know understand and and then it goes even further than that it goes to artists making the music and for me personally a huge inspiration for starting this podcast is um when I find music that I enjoy, I usually look into the artist and the solo artist is a big thing nowadays. You know, one of our favorite artists, R.I.P. Mac Miller. Yes. Um, he, I fell in love with his music and I was like, all right, this dude's pretty tight. You know, I discovered him when we were in high school. We both did yeah. our group of friends. This dude's pretty tight. I like the music. I like the beats. I like what he's saying. But then I started watching like his interviews and his uh, music videos and just anything that had to do with him and his personality and yeah um he as a person is what i really you know fell in love with like he yeah. just was a genuine always telling the truth always being honest to himself always expressing himself fully putting his soul and his heart into his music and that is what made me fall in love with it whereas i've heard music where i really like but then i'll look into the artist and then I'll find out they're a piece of shit. And like, they're just, they're yeah, there's always like that one Reddit comment that they're like, yo, I met him once at like a fucking, like a Toys R Us and he was cleaning the toilet and he was fucking a bleat asshole to me, man. That's how it goes. Like, yeah, but seriously, like I like, I, there's levels. There are levels, you know? And it's like, it comes down to just, I think I've literally thought like, you know, like, of like getting like a be humble tattoo on my fucking hand just because it's like just you know, to remind like, yourself just to remind yourself i gotta you know? remind and, and, myself but too. i was like i never i don't think i'm ever gonna be the person who's gonna need that tattoo on my right. fucking hand you know but it's like <laughs> but there are people out there who need that fucking tattoo on their fucking 100 percent. who need that check and it's like if they look down sometimes just fucking remind yourself you know like hey just because i'm in this position right now doesn't mean that i'm not going to be the in the position that this person's in in the later in my life 100 you know? that's um that's something that actually, I mean, we can go deep into it, but it's it's pretty service level. Um, that's something that I really appreciate you as a person and why I think we're friends is you're always able to see the good in people. And, you know, we've been friends for a long time and you've said it to my face straight up. And there's been times where I've had to hear it. I can be a huge asshole. Like, I don't know where it comes from. I just have these tendencies to be a dick bag and Colin will call me out, but he still remains my friend. And he sees the good in me and he does that with everyone. And I, I aspire to do the same thing. And you it's know, something that we can see and appreciate in each other. And I appreciate you saying that <laughs> it's an, it's an acquired fucking skill. It, it takes a, it <laughs> and, and, takes and, a, a lot of strength. Oh my God. It takes a lot of strength. Like I was at like, I was at the laundromat <laughs> yesterday 
or the other day, and I was getting change from there. Not doing my laundry, mind you, because my apartment complex is just a complex. All right, we have we have laundry units, and there, but there's no fucking change thing in there. There's no change dispenser, and there's no credit card thing. Like it's 2021. Either you have you accommodate to the old ways of the laundromat, and you have us. We need convenience, motherfuckers. We do, and you know what? This is the inconvenience <laughs> of convenience, right here, man. So, anyways. I'm in there getting. I'm in there stealing change from this poor laundromat, from this poor family-owned laundromat, and stealing I like, change. And I so I walk in all quick though, but I leave my car on, you know, like in the like the parking lot, and and because I can see my car from where I'm at, right? You know, and I'm like, when it comes down to it, I'm not gonna let dollars worth of change stump me from running after my car being stolen, you know, like, and I and it's like and when it comes down to it again, it's like I don't think that someone's gonna have that balls to have to jump in my car and maybe they will maybe that one day will come where my fucking car gets jacked right but you know what forever like i'm not and trust me i don't always leave my car running for those listening who are like on the lookout yeah. now <laughs> yeah like, oh, this motherfucker leaves he's in this car. okay see i do the same thing and you know there was a time however 100 200 years ago where people didn't have locks on the doors a door was a door you didn't need a lock on it no one right. no one was just gonna br- i mean Obviously, you go way back to freaking Vikings and pillaging and stuff, but like yeah, they just have like a wooden bar across it. If you're if you're in a nice neighborhood, you know you don't lock your door. But there are a lot of places in America and other countries where you know you do have a deadbolt and three other locks on your door. It's it's this fear, and it's 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 really sad because the reality of it is, if you're in a neighborhood of a hundred people, even if it's a terrible neighborhood, um, maybe two. Out of that hundred people, I would say even one give them the benefit of that hundred people is going to be the person t- who's a piece of shit who's having a bad day, and it's usually, again, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, right. which is why I appreciate it in you. Um, most people who do these things just New Hampshire, not to circle back to that, we had a few people who did some questionable stuff that we went to high school with, and it, it angered me. Um, I'm not going to say I did it, but I used to hang around with people who sold a lot of marijuana and people, <laughs> would, sure, if, if people heard you sold marijuana, these certain people, um, they would rob you. Like they, I want to buy some weed. You meet them. They would just take it from you and you're not going to, we're 15. We can't do anything. We're kids. Yeah. So <laughs> just trying to make a buck. <laughs> and exactly. And that's what I learned from this person. These people is many people that I've heard it going on around. Um, they, they're just in a bad place and they feel this goes all the way up to extreme bank robbers, um, which another kid that you don't know that I went to middle school with, I don't want to fucking blow up your spot, just got arrested for robbing a bank. And, you know, I knew this kid. He was a very good kid. Always had always had a good head on his shoulder. He was always super fart. <laughs> super smart. I'm sorry. What is super, super <laughs> was, far, eh? We're drinking That's some like rum. A... Sorry. He's a, He's a super, super smart, yeah. super nice, had a bunch of friends. Um, as far as I knew, he probably was going down the wrong road for a couple years up until this incident, but he robs a bank. And like, the only thing I could think of is, wow, he must've been in a bad spot or he, wow, he really must've thought that he had no other choice but to do this. And that's really, I've been there. I've, you know, been in a low point in life. I'm not thinking about robbing a bank, but it's like, okay, I understand what could drive a person to do this. Right. I have to pay rent. I have to buy food. And we're right. in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. You know, 
to stay on topic with current events. I thought about taking a sledgehammer to an ATM. <laughs> I'll, I won't rob a prison, Straight but I will rob a corporation. No problem. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Um, especially, you know, circle back to the beginning of this. We're at a one year of the COVID anniversary right now. Um, when this first started, America specifically, a lot of countries handled it badly, but America had the spotlight on them because, you know, this is where a lot of the media of the world <laughs> comes from. So naturally we have the cameras and the lights on us and everyone's looking at us and how we're handling it. And when we're three, four months into the pandemic and everything is shut down, they're saying, don't, you can't go out, don't go out there. And it's a, it's a scary virus. Uh, you know, I'm all for everything they did could have been handled way better. But when you're three, four months into a pandemic telling people they can't go out, they can't work, but they still have to pay rent. And, you know, unemployment wasn't a thing. They didn't figure that out yet. The stimulus, we only had the first stimulus come out. Like, don't leave your house, but you still have to, you know, buy food and pay rent. It's like, that's not, what are you doing? That's like panic ordering at a McDonald's. (laughs) You're like, holy fuck. (laughs) Don't do this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get this, but like, maybe I totally get this. You know, it's like, and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not thinking about like 10 hours from now when it's like, hey, like, you know, you're at home. For two weeks and it's like fuck like my landlord has to pay his fucking rent too and shit i just thought about that you know and it's like when those things cross your mind and it's like in in, in the higher ups kind of make you know like, they make the decision for who you. are you who are these people making these decisions for us because i don't fucking agree with a large percentage <laughs> I, of I them mean, it's it's this is we have a whole government system <laughs> I, I can i can refer you to like wikipedia or like <laughs> bring back to like west high school it's a rhetorical question <laughs> no the, these people are all old and white and yeah, i'm sorry i'm not going to go off the rails that's another segment for the podcast by the way these are uh hemp bets. I started smoking them because I wanted to stop smoking cigarettes. They're just hemp, CBD. You don't get high. It's not weed. And, you know, yeah. I, I would recommend them for people that want to quit cigarettes. They, you know, you're probably going to be smoking more because you're not going to get the nicotine buzz. But it's CBD. It's going to chill you it's out. Like, and it's yeah. not bad for you. It's yeah. not It's not tobacco. It's not worse than you smoking not weed. Not that we know of yet, though. That's you're like right. people who are like, people who are like, oh, like vaping is not bad for you. And I'm like. I was but just going to say, you know? like, have, like I, I need to see the 80 year old Arthur who has been vaping like out of like a, it's too new for like, for like 30 <laughs> plus years. You it's know? too like, new to have evidence. I vape, I had a vape for a little, I, you know, had the, ten, uh, the, what's the word? I had like the, the desire to go buy one like a couple days ago. And I'm just like, eh, it's just all these oils. And it, I don't know. I don't fully trust it and like you say it hasn't been around long enough for the evidence to be there's not enough evidence yeah. to say well this i know is, that like so better. like i guess on that note it's like there's not enough evidence on that but there is enough evidence when it comes to um you know like cigarettes like there's evidence it. that cigarettes will kill you yeah yeah if you like, don't have healthy lungs to begin with and you know generally yeah, don't there's take like, care like of cigarettes like but but that's the thing is like the crazy thing the crazy fucking thing about cigarettes is like You'll meet like motherfuckers who have smoked their whole lives and nothing's wrong with them. A hundred percent. Like, what is that? You know, like that's, that's voodoo magic. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) That's magic. They're harnessing the magic of the tobacco as you should, but there's a lot of people who are not. I think that comes down. Like, I think that's a lot of like the, uh, the same mentality of being like, Hey, like I'm perfectly fine. But then you go into the doctor and they tell you that you have like, like, uh, you know, like a fatal disease and then you die like two weeks later because you're like. You know, and it's like all these things are happening to you, but it's like you put the energy into knowing, you know, and into like, 
really, really like looking into things. Hundred you percent. Know, they're just like, yo, I'm just, I'm just fucking cranking a cigarette, dude, because I'm stressed out. I'm sorry that this is the way that I deal with things. Hundred percent. Everyone has their own, and as you say, it, it's all mentality. You can think yourself. I truly believe this. You can think yourself into illness if you wake up every day on the wrong side of the bed and you're just having negative thoughts all day. Well, your life's gonna be shitty, and if you you have to make the effort and be willing to wake up. And even if you feel that the day is going to be shitty, you need to say, nah, today's going to be good. You know, you stub your toe. You, yeah. It's all right. This day is going to be good. You know, you, you freaking drop an egg out of the, the fridge. <laughs> Who cares? You move on. Today is going to be good. These are just minor inconveniences, don't but freak out. don't freak out. There are people who will allow these minor inconveniences to send them into a spiral. And as soon as you start spiraling, you're going down. You either spiral down or spiral up. I agree. It's, it's just how you know it. It's uh, it's not easy. I would never tell anyone it's easy to yeah, it's not to something turn things just, around, right? But you can do it. Yeah, and anyone. It's, and it's a it. you know, it's definitely like an acquired like mindset. You know, it's like it's a conditioned mindset against you know like against what's hard to do that is like you know <laughs> I'm getting like words vomit right now. It's episode one, baby. We don't <laughs> episode we one. Don't. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're many we're more to the, come. We're working the kinks out of that. But uh, yeah, you know, when you put that energy and you, you know, and you wake up and you fucking, you know, like, it's like your bad day is what you make it. When people go to work and they're like, I fucking hate my job. I can't fucking like wait to get home. I can't wait for my shift to be over. It's like, yo, the more you go to work and hate your job and say you hate your job, the it more solidifies you're going to hate your job. In your brain. You know, like, I go to, I go to work and I fucking, I swing a hammer. Like, and I, and a lot of times I fucking miss and I I miss a nail and I hit my fucking hand. My work like it's not fun, you know, like it's not fun, but it's like you make the most of it. You, you make know? the because most. You of have it. to. You have either to. you make the most of what you're doing or you sit around and you're like fuck, like I'm not doing anything and now I feel like I'm total like you know piece of shit and it's I don't know. Like, at least that's how I feel, you know. Like when I'm not I, working, I'm, the same I'm way. not producing. I need or, a like, purpose. Like producing, like create, like you know, like an outlet or or you know or like just doing something exactly. If I don't have a purpose, I feel extremely empty. Even if that purpose is uh, being an Uber driver, which I'm not doing anymore. But um, being an Uber driver, was I was doing it last year pre-pandemic. It was not a bad job. I actually met a lot of interesting people, uh, a few of which ended up following me on Instagram. So if you're watching this, shout out to you, my Uber passengers, who I don't know through any other context. Kind of weird that you're still following me, but I love you anyway. Hey, that's not weird. That's <laughs> it's love, not baby. weird at all. Yeah, I appreciate you support. guys. You guys are cool. I'm glad we met. That's I'm the, glad that's I was a able... good in humanity that you have to that you have to believe in. I was because, glad. Uh, yo, I met this one guy one time and he was pretty cool. I'm and super glad I was able driver. to get you to where you needed to be. <laughs> I can't shout wait. out I Uber can't... though. Uber's going down. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> shout out. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Uber is going down in the dirt. Do a little research on what's going on in that. I company. just can't wait until like in like it's gonna be like twenty years, you know, and there's gonna be like backseat Uber confessions. <laughs> like on like HBO on like HBO Visions. Uber's uh um sexual harassment, like the their budget against fighting sexual harassment, I forget the number. I would say billion, but I might be stretching it. It was at least several million like it was extremely high i remember it was it was higher than some other company that shouldn't even have it as a budget huh. that like didn't really even deal with customers or like it even being a thing but i get it you know you 20 years ago you would never get in a car with a stranger now you fucking push a button on your phone and yeah you well, and that's but that's but it. that's the crazy <laughs> thing is like that's like 
that just comes as like society's like kind of conditioning of of like of your like conception or perspective of fucking getting into a car with strangers. You mm-hmm. know, it's like 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 you tell someone all you tell kids all their lives, don't talk like don't go anywhere with strangers. And then and when then, you hop into a taxi, like how yo, I know how to paint cars. I can paint my fucking cab yellow and and pick up any dumb motherfucker who's right. willing enough to get into a fucking cab with someone you know who's not willing to look up from their phone. You know, this is trust <laughs> again. I'm not trying to kidnap anybody. Again, <laughs> my car may be running outside, but please do not steal that shit. This is trust, and which is. is a big thing I think we need to learn to have more of. I think we're learning to have more of but because of the internet. The internet yeah, exposes. But it's trust. I feel like it's trust in like wrong places. You know, like we grew up like all of our lives growing what? That we shouldn't talk to strangers, but we don't ever grow up with fucking like, you know, like racial injustices fucking classes, you know, or anything like that. Anything, any topics of like, actual things that impact societies like every fucking day and it's like i get that kidnapping is happening you know but it's like like i'm just saying like look at the world right now look where we're in like and it's because people we're in this world because people grew up not talking about things not talking about feelings and not talking about how people feel like it's just so like and i hate to go like off of this whole tangent no let's keep going let's go deep let's go deep you know it's like and it's just like you know like it is a conditioning thing, you know, and it's because it comes down to fucking like, like compassion, really. And it's like I've had conversations, conversations with people, and they're like, <laughs> crazy conversations with people, and they're just like, yo, like, like why should I have to, why should I have to feel bad about that if I have never gone through that? Like, why, you know, like why does that, why is that my, why is that my struggle? Like, why should I have to feel bad for someone and march next to someone and tell them that I care about them just because they're going through something and I haven't gone through that? And I'm like. Like, see, but that question is, it's all revolved around you. You know, right. like that's all selfish. revolved. Exactly. Very like, selfish. If a, we are a community of people, we would not be here without each other. I would not be here without this man right here. I would not be here without Mac Miller making the music he made. I would not be here without people. People. Yeah. We, it's camaraderie. Camaraderie. Is that how you say it? Comrade, comrade. <laughs> that's a that was a trap. You know I'm not going to like that, man. But that's the word, the word that I'm thinking of. You know what it is. That's what it is. It's it's trust in people. And as you say, um, very specific issue with Black Lives Matter. And uh, you know, it it doesn't have to happen to you. We're both not clearly not black people, but we have. It's such a such a a, a white person thing to say. But I have black friends, like. No, yeah, that's not. Like, it goes so much deeper than that. It's it's if my brother, if I if I didn't have parents and I was an adopted child and and you know my brother was black, um, it shouldn't have to come to that for me to care. It shouldn't have to come to my brother or someone in my family being of color. It shouldn't have to come to me being of color for me to stand up for these issues. I was just I had to readdress this issue today. Um, before we started recording this podcast, we were talking about the horrible incident that had been today. I don't know all the details of it, but basically this guy walked into a salon of Asian people and shot them all for whatever reason. The reason that was given by the sheriff was that he was having a bad day, which, you know, I'm not even going to go into that because fuck you, bro. Come on. Come on. You couldn't come up with anything better to say. Like, it's just unexcusable. It's unexcusable, and it it had to me bring me back to the mindset of of uh, if you are not against you know something that is for hatred, you are for the hatred. You need to stand up against this. You can't afford to be in the middle on right. on these issues. Yeah. yeah, and that's and that's the thing is like because 
when you when you fall silent like that and when you don't speak up like that it's when people around you who don't hear you speak up is when they, they think feel it's okay like to it's not okay. speak up as well yeah or that you know they have some hidden feelings about it to where they're secretly on the other side but if you were to stand up and have the conversation say this is not okay for this reason it it just saying that even if it's you think it's for no reason it's for a reason someone's going to hear it within your group of people or friends or whatever your family that need to hear it and Unfortunately, there are a lot of people with family members who are on the other side of these issues. Um, racism aside, you know, it goes so much deeper than just racism. But there are a lot of people with family members on opposite sides of issues. And it's it's tough, especially when you live with these people and, you you know, someone who's younger, maybe still in high school. And they are, you know, these young people are smart. Like these kids are waking up regardless to what people think people are becoming more aware of the issues of the earth and we're actively trying to fix it but you know if you're 15 years old and you have the this uh progressive outlook which is it shouldn't even be progressive it's just reality and the truth of it you have this outlook on life but your your mom or your dad doesn't share this view it makes you question like am i actually right like the people who raised me are against this thing that i so clearly see is correct right yeah (laughs) <laughs> we can we can end it there on that topic but <laughs> no, jesus I mean, you, I mean you said it you know you said it pretty good it's fucking and again it's stand up for what's right you know? when regardless you let, yeah exactly because <clears throat> you're not standing up is just like you know <laughs> you yeah. gotta fight you gotta fight for your right <laughs> to pot <laughs> uh yeah all right where do we go from there um i don't know we'll edit that last <laughs> we'll segue that somehow. But, hey, I ain't afraid of nothing. I speak nothing but the truth. No, I know. I know, I know, I know. If you have a problem, we can debate, and I'll show you that I'm a good person, and I'm assuming, back to assuming the benefit of everyone, I assume everyone's a good person, and if you are speaking from an opposition, I will never say I hate you. I will never say you're wrong. I will absolutely never say either of those things. I will try to understand your perspective and see where it is coming from, and... Really, in my experience, a hundred percent of the time, it's stemming from trauma. Yeah, we're not even talking just about like in the- anything specific right now. But if you hold an opposition to one of my beliefs and you feel so strongly that you know you need to get in a verbal yelling match with me, um, again, either I'm gonna isolate you from my life, or we're gonna have to have the conversation in which we under we come to an understanding that, that you don't understand each other. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Agree to disagree. All right, we can move on from <laughs> California. We got COVID. We got blah blah. Um, we talk about making music. Um, I mean, being an artist, man, goes above being a musician. I've always said that. You know, taking the step to move to California. You know, I've I've been kind of freaking out personally the last couple of months. I'm in a good, stable place now. I feel very grounded. But it took a lot of effort and it took a lot of me being alone and really just gathering myself to figure out what it is. Why? Why did you leave everything behind? I've been in New Hampshire my whole life. I'm 25 years old. Why on earth would you just get up and leave everything and everyone behind to chase this invisible thing? And and it brings me, I forget who said it. I think there's a lot of artists who have said this quote. I don't know who the original, but being an artist requires a... A little bit of uh, 
see the word delusion. You need to be a little bit delusional to believe in yourself because if you're trying to do this thing, hey, I want to be an artist, I want to make music, I want to be a painter, I want to do this thing, a lot of people are going to tell you, yeah, but there's not a lot of money in that. Or yeah, yeah, you have a lot of competition. Or yeah, what makes you different? Or yeah, you're not as talented as this guy. You need to be just a little bit, not too much. A little bit of delusion to say, I'm different. Yeah. I'm different. I'm I'm willing to put in the work. I'm willing to do what it takes. I know I have this thing. I love what I create. Um and I know other people will love it too if they can see it correctly. Yeah, just have the confidence in yourself. Confidence. <clears throat> Delusional <laughs> confidence will take you a long way. I always Delusional say Delusional confidence is my next band name. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I always say that or I, I always say it to myself. I think I've said it to a few people, but I, I need to hear it the most. So I repeat it to myself like a mantra that there are people who are 10 times or there's me. I have 10 times. I'm not even super talented, but I would say I'm 10 times more talented than someone who has more confidence than me. Someone who is doing better as a artist or musician or whatever field, someone who's, you know, a hundred steps ahead of me, they could have less talent, less work ethic, less workout, less everything, but they have 10 times the confidence as me, that's what brought them there. Yeah, you're completely right. I completely agree with that. You confidence know, like, will bring you there even if you fucking suck. Well, <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, like, like unless you're like confidence you. with a ghostwriter, maybe, but I feel like confidence <laughs> with like confidence with confidence with uh with, <laughs> with determination to make yourself like there, you know, because when you when you have that determination and you have the confidence in yourself and it's like, when you have that delusional confidence, it's like it, it comes down to the point where being like, yo, like I'm going to do this regardless of like if I'm like in a stable place in two years from now, you know, like, exactly. And like to, and to say that and be like, you know, like I'm down for my fucking cause, you know, like that is like is fucking it is delusional to say, you know, but it's like love is delusional. And when you love an art, it's, uh, you know, you're willing to do things for love that you normally wouldn't be willing to do. In, right, in yeah. a different mindset and so honestly i would even say art, that to say it's delusional would even go back to the whole condition thing because i don't right. think that is a, it, it's not delusional to have confidence it, in yourself you know you're right you should anyway to a lot of people it comes off as being you know arrogant or uh full of yourself or egotistical yeah but it, and, and but which, i don't think those that things at all, do though. exist yeah, there exactly. are people with those conditions that it those do exist but no you i love you are <laughs> <laughs> we love what we do and I love it so much that I want to share it with the world and right. behind all that I have positive intentions in that I want to create something that I love in the hopes that it's going to inspire other people to do the same thing and you're right it shouldn't even be need to call be calling it delusional but to a lot of people it is you're delusional you're not going to make it well yeah. I'm going to keep trying so like I was like when I was in, when I was like uh, when I was younger and I was playing when I was playing football in high school like mm. I was like, oh, like I I can't remember for life me what had happened, but I think like I had been like late to or like didn't go to band practice one day. Oh no, I didn't want to play football. I told someone in confidence I didn't want to play football anymore because I wanted to focus on music. Mm. And and uh, and somehow that got back to like one of the coaches, and we were having like a team meeting, and he was like. You know, and we were West High School, and we were always losing. You know, and with losing comes like like hard like uh, like talks with the you know like right right you know like, like I, you I, guys I, need to get it together <laughs> like all this shit you know and he's like 
Colin's over here and he wants to play music. Like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, like that, like as a fucking that's ki- horrible. As, that is that's very that's very fucking deterring from your dream as to a kid, hear that know, like, as a a 16, 17 year old kid too. Like that's that can be shattering because you're not fully and you're and you're stupid if you are if you think you have your shit together at 17, you don't have your shit together. So to hear that from a mentor, a teacher or a coach, like yeah, that can be and earth like, shattering. It is, you know, and it sucks because, because it comes down to like him saying that, like it, it comes down to him again, like, and it goes to just the compassion thing with other people. You don't think about how it's going to make someone feel, you know, like, or like, like you not taking someone else's, dream seriously you know it's 100%. Like, like dude like you're yelling at me over a high school football game <laughs> you <laughs> want to talk about real which, fucking shit which you know respect that you take <laughs> yeah. a job so seriously yeah. but still you exactly. need to have no, completely like i have coaches Empathy. who you know like in people in my life who fucking who are completely involved with sports who do great things with their life and, and change lives every single day you know but it's like but, but in like you know when it comes down to it it's like you should be be like hey like this is fucking you know like i'm here because of the kids you know like and because i'm trying to make them realize that with like you know like hard work and shit they can accomplish anything anything including music you know and not putting down fucking 16 year olds i have very a little bit maybe bitter about that hey man it's it's (laughs) a rightful thing to be bitter about i have very few teachers in my life that i'm glad it happened though i'm glad because because it make because i hold that you know in my head and i'm like it i'm like it's not something to laugh about you know and i tell that to any anybody who is chasing a dream and who has told you that i fucking completely I'm telling you right now that it's not, it's not something that can be said like that. And it's not okay for someone to say that about your dream. If you have dreams that are, you know, bigger than the average person, my best advice to you would be listen to no one except people that are telling you, yeah, go for it, go for it. I believe in you. Any, anyone else do not listen to them. They are not in your shoes. They don't know what is going through your head. Just don't. Their yeah. opinion literally means nothing unless they or are don't also. Like, don't or don't listen to them, but see them. You know, see like them. hey, like I don't. I'm not listening to you, but I'm seeing why you're doing this, and I can see why you're why you have this yes. in your heart. Yes. Because see you know where what? it's coming. Maybe from. you didn't ever do that with yourself. You know, and that's okay. And that's and that's okay. You know, but it's like, but don't bring me down because I'm trying to do that with myself. Yes. People always want to bring you down to their level, and you know, you need to rise above. And that's really the goal in life. Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's see where we can go from there. I mean, yeah, man. Being an artist, making music, it's a it's a different aspiring it, artist, I would say. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what we're all doing. I'm here. like, I have zero songs out on anything. You're you're the artist here. I guess, man. <laughs> I'm but, on your microphone. You're you, interviewing well, wait. <laughs> I appreciate you being here, though. Man. I'm just a point of interest. I'm like, you know, like I'm like a cool little objective on your mini map. When hey, you're playing for those of you who don't know, now you know. Mister Knight is gonna do his thing. He's already doing his thing. I've seen it. Just because it's not on the internet doesn't mean you don't have talent. Doesn't mean you can't do your thing. I'm just on the internet, which unfortunately, fortunately, is this you know center of communication for all of us to look into. It's like a, I don't even know what it is, but it's um, a void. It's a void. It's this big backdrop we had. This is this whole thing right here behind us, which is like a for those of you who can't see, um, or is like a, a a black hole, but with the theme of a of a chessboard. It's just like all it's a checkered black hole, I would say. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice black hole. And on that note, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> oh man, where am I going? Music right. 
Where are we going? Oh, we're here. Back on the place to be. I had a topic to talk about. Music. It had something to do with... You got sidetracked. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, we're here. Let me ask. Let me interview you. you sure. Man. Do you have anything? Any questions for me? Yeah, I would say let's let's. Uh, I'm gonna ask you some questions because you're kind of fresh off of the feeling still of moving. You know, mm. so um, you know, like, what would you say is like the biggest head change of moving three thousand miles away? Like literally, like <sighs> moving coast to coast, mind you. Like you, forty five minutes from the coast in New Hampshire. Five minutes from the coast here. Biggest head change. I knew I knew this before I moved, but this really solidified it. Is it doesn't matter where you are physically, it matters where you are mentally. Um, as we said, I, I could still be in New Hampshire right now and, and technically with the internet could have still done what I did. Um but I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be who I am now if I hadn't taken that step in the in you know, the last, what is it? It's been like five months now. The last five months. I'm a totally different person. I'm still... <laughs> yeah, you've been here for five months already, huh? I still... I will always say that I will always remain my true self in my core. And everyone, everyone has a core self who I believe you will never, ever get away from. And it will never, ever change. It's... uh Yeah, I think it's like, I think it's like the kid in you. I always little, say, yes. I always say... <laughs> I, to ask anyone. Uh, I always say that... I, I keep Keep true to the kid in yourself. You know, like... I fucking I still laugh at fucking dad jokes and I still fucking you know I still look at action figures when I'm walking by in fucking Walmart and I'm like damn that shit looks pretty cool I wish I was fucking you know and sometimes I do buy that goddamn action figure because I'm like I'm an adult and I got money now and I can buy shit and I don't need to explain myself you know like keep true to yourself watch those fucking kid movies always even if you're by yourself and fucking laugh and have a fucking stuffed animal on your fucking you know, on your bed. Yeah, Don't man. feel bad about that shit. For sure. Be be yourself. <laughs> um, connect with your core. Find your core. This could go into a super deep conversation in in finding your core because not a lot of people even know this as a concept. They are just, you know, maneuvering the world. Not even maneuvering the world. They're being pushed and pulled through the world. They have no sense of self, really. They think they do, but it's it's the wrong kind of delusion, back to that word. But if you if you really go deep, within yourself and you find your core um there's a bunch of questions will come up first off you find your core you'll probably find more questions than you find answers yes you'll and find that's okay because i think that i think that if you leave this life still with questions in your heart then i think that's good because that means that there's always more to explore 100 percent. whenever i complete anything whenever anyone completes anything how fucking you have that little emptiness inside you and you're like fuck now i gotta find something else you know like forever explore my yes, hundred, forever explore and uh, try different things. And you know we're both uh, in our twenties, mid twenties. Um, I've always thought that, man. I mean, when I was seventeen, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have it all figured out in like three years. Like I'm graduating from high school, I'm gonna have it all figured out. And when I'm thirty, yeah. you know, when I'm thirty, when I'm twenty five, when I'm thirty, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be balling, man. Everything's gonna be good. And then I started looking around, and I was seeing people who were forty and 50 who still didn't have it figured it out and it's like okay i can maybe take a step back chill out yeah and and back to finding my core which you might have a different word for it but i really just went within myself and you find this core 
of who you truly are. And then all these questions pop up. And the first one is usually, what do I want? What do I truly desire out of life? And you need desire. It's one of the teachings in Buddhism that life is desire and desire is suffering. You cannot escape either of them. I'm probably butchering it, but it's basically that. So you need to find out what you truly desire. And then you need to find out if you're willing to die for it. Basically, if you're willing to fight for what you want. And it's like, I think everyone has, you know, everybody has that desire, you know, and it just comes always different too. Exactly. And it comes down to just like, and that's like you were saying, like you see, you meet people over the, over different spans of their lifetime who like, who maybe still haven't figured out what the, you know, like what their calling is, you know, but then, like I've met so many people who have like found that calling, you know, like at, like later in life, you know, and who are like, dude. I like, think we always like, kind of know I it. Did though. it. Yeah, exactly. We always kind of know it, but it's it's wanting to accept it and and not even just accept it, but or maybe not having to like, believe you know, in yourself, or maybe not even having like the opportunities or like you know, um, like doorways, like to 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 know yourself, you know, like mm. like like I really like moving like from my home across country like really like opened my eyes to being like hey like there wasn't a scene that i ever really related to in new hampshire you know like and and like there's that no real said, scene like, in new hampshire let's be real well, again love like, for all of you but there's, really but there's no, no there's no scenes yeah and it's, it's just like, people doing their thing trying to survive in the cold it snows for those of you who don't know and who are from california or elsewhere in the south it snows five months out of the year. That's almost half the year that you're stuck inside. And you know, if you snowboard, ski, snowmobile, you get through it. It's fine. But for those of you who don't do winter activities, yeah, um, one you should either or start like, aren't able to like yeah. People who some like, people are not able to, and so yeah. you're stuck inside. Especially with the pandemic, you're stuck inside, and uh, you go crazy. You're just sitting with yourself inside all day. We're not designed to do that. We aren't. I always think back to being monkeys. We are still fucking monkeys. We are not that far off the timeline from being monkeys. And we no, are, I mean, the, that's, <laughs> that's the craziest thing is like in the, time, you, in the grand scheme of things, you're right. Just in short, we're still monkeys. Like, we just have yeah, less hair. We are a blink in the, in the timeline. I always think um, <laughs> we, we were, it's in our DNA. You know, they've done some sort of research on this. I'm not a scientist, but our DNA is used to swinging from trees and r- more specifically, uh, monkey related running from predators and like this fear and so when we're stuck inside all day um this angst starts coming up because like oh like i either have to be looking for food or have to be you know there's something trying to eat me that still exists in us like we haven't escaped that and we don't know where it's coming from but right. it's in our dna mm-hmm. to either be moving towards something it's or away from something instinctual we have instincts we're still creatures of instinct yeah. we are we are pleasure-seeking creatures. <laughs> You're goddamn right we are. I'll drink to that. <laughs> pleasure-seeking creatures. Um, I that's, always, a, that's the name of the episode. Pleasure-seeking creatures. The first yeah. episode. <laughs> I remember it. I always do this. Uh, I, I love that I'm able to do it. Um, my long-term memory is fantastic. My short-term memory is... I'm working on it. What are you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> but um, imposter syndrome... Are you uh, aware of this? Of what, syndrome. Of what this is? Uh, I am not. Is it like, is it what mimes, uh, I assume, are diagnosed with at birth? Mimes? Yeah. Um, possibly. I'm not too familiar with the mime world 
although very interesting and i would actually love to maybe we could do an episode about mimes can there can our mimes don't take vows of silence right like i could interview <laughs> a mime right yeah they just yeah. do it for the act right no mouse <laughs> mimes take vows of silence for the like all like 24 hours of the day or just when they're being a mime because they um, do wipe I'm pretty off sure the... for 24 hours of the day it's like a contract that they sign when they're like four years old gosh yeah you well didn't know that? mime i will uh have someone who can interpret sign language and i would love to interview you if you were a mime i don't know why you'd be watching this but anyway back to it what mimes can it's not like deaf people can't or like people with silence can't i'm not saying that i'm just also, saying that was that's not true but mimes don't have to take vows of fucking silence hey mimes. man you're i'm gonna believe you i'm gullible which uh, I'm, all, I'm all believing the good of people well i totally poked <laughs> this shit out lies straight to my face <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Hey, I forgive you. You're the one you. who offered me the rum. That's why we're <laughs> friends. Fault. Yes. But um, imposter syndrome, um, I definitely suffer from this. And it's a big thing with, I hate keep using this word artists, but, you know, we're creative people. We are doing, we're taking unconventional paths <clears throat> in life other than a nine to five job. Um, imposter syndrome is basically when you don't feel that you deserve where you are. You know, uh, as you say, I have to constantly remind myself that, you know, I put in the work to put out music. And there are a lot of people who I hate to go back to New Hampshire because I really don't want you guys to think I'm, I'm shitting on y'all because I love you all. And all of you that support we'll me say, like, still smaller, there. Well, there's a lot of places, you know, like smaller I, communities. I only use New Hampshire because this is where I'm from and this is my point of reference. But there are a lot of people... Um, it doesn't even matter. But imposter syndrome is basically you don't feel like you belong where you are. So, like, it took me a while to put out music. And I was surrounded by people who were constantly talking about putting out music. Or, hey, like, I, I make beats. Or, like, hey, I want to get into making beats. Or, hey, I sing a little. Or, hey, I take photos. Or, hey, I do videos. But it's all talk. They're never doing it. They're yeah. always talking about it. But they're never doing it. So, right. I was like, fuck you all. Not really. But in my head, like fuck this i'm gonna do what i want to do i don't care who's around me i need to get this done i'm done talking yeah. about it i'm gonna do it so now that i've done it i only have one music video out a couple videos a couple songs and now you know i'm starting this podcast right, right um right. the place to be but sometimes i feel as if i don't or i feel less than where i am I feel like, oh man, like I don't know, I suck, or what I'm doing is just is just not good enough, or I I could always right. be better, or like I don't deserve this, or you know, yeah, that's basically it, and it, and it's not a good thing. Imposter syndrome is not a good thing to have, and there are people <clears throat> like you know, I want to say he's a, he's a big inspiration to me. Will Smith, I feel like may have talked about this. I Joe Rogan definitely talks about this. Um, <laughs> Yo, I swear Joe Rogan says something about this. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan, shout out to you. Um but he talks about it a lot. He gets it. You know, Joe Rogan's literally the number one podcast in the world. He's uh, you know, UFC commentator. He's he's uh in his 50s, I think. He's done a lot with his life and he says he suffers from this. He feels sometimes like, man, I ain't shit. I don't deserve to be here. Like, who am I? Like yeah. Joe Rogan. Like, but he does. He's put it. He's worked hard yeah. for what he has and what he's done, and he fully a hundred percent deserved to be there. But he says he suffers from imposter syndrome, and that makes me feel actually so much better because it's like, oh shit! Like, if Joe Rogan feels like this, then 
I literally well, have it's nothing like a, to you feel know, about. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a normalized thing, you know, and that's and that's good on Joe Rogan for for talking about it, mm-hmm. you know, because it because it brings you know it to light, which is what should be done about a lot of things, you know, and uh, which I'm sure he does talk about, you know, but uh, but yeah, I totally uh, can understand that, you know, and I have a lot of friends who are artists and you know musicians who show me things and they're like, you know, like. How, like they'll just show me shit. I'm like, this is dope. And I'm, and they're but like, they're like, oh, and they're like, really? Smoking. You think that? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, this is fine. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, yeah. if they're like, I mean, like, I'm not gonna be a dick and be like, hey, your shit sucks. But like, like, I'm not gonna be like, a, like, like overly like, hey, like everything you do is great. You know, right. it's like I'm gonna be an honest friend with you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I could because I want to see you succeed. And if I'm you're good. doing this and showing it to me, then I know that you want this to succeed too. Right. You know, a lot like, of people are really insecure when it comes to stuff they create too, because if you do it correctly, um, I think you're creating an extension of yourself. Like you are expressing yourself and no one else can create what you create. That's the beauty of it. And that's why robots will never take over the world because humans <laughs> What have... the fuck? Fucking <laughs> 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 curveball. Humans Holy shit. humans have creativity and this is not something that robots can ever have. It's just not I mean if you if you develop sentience and creativity at that point i don't think you're a robot i think you're alive it just goes down to the definition of being a robot i guess but um, well like i guess that's like ai though like could you could it right. be possible to robots can't to make music as one day like if robots can make music then i would argue that they are creative they try to though at this day and time you know we're in March or is it like they analyze everything and then put what they think that is good onto Mar- what they, in as know? of March because that's 2021. basically the music formula for anything, right 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 like it comes what? down to your definition of, of art I guess and music yeah. um um yeah so as of March 2021 they have robots who try to make music and it fucking sucks so <laughs> humans take one for that board you know human uh, robots might annihilate us but we make better music so fuck you guys. We should uh, we should add in a little sample of the of the robot music. Right now. Oh shit! Uh, well, I'll, well, I'll, and here it is right now. I'll try to figure out the editing. And holy shit, that was robot music. Yeah, human music. We'll no. just add it in later, <laughs> and we'll pretend. To, I'm gonna pretend to talk about it like I know about it. All right. Yeah. Um, I did want to aim for an hour for this podcast, which we actually have done. Um, so I I do we could go a little longer because I do want to touch on um and i think it would be I was a good like, yeah way. i have saint patrick's day plans <laughs> <laughs> we are wearing green my friend oh yeah <laughs> i think um this would be a good way to to wrap it up to uh, wrap this up um we've ta- we've we've definitely touched upon it you know we're friends um i was raised christian went to church believed in jesus and you know all that stuff i have since strayed very far away from christianity i do not enjoy any of their teachings as of today um i've i've come to light i'll drink to that (laughs) i've come to light and seen the the metaphor in christianity and the 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 goodness in it as i say i can see the good i try to see the good in everything i can see the goodness in it but i just don't resonate with it so i was able to find my own sort of spiritual views on the world i was able to find meditation and uh you know, Buddhism, Taoism, some people say Taoism, I don't care, Zen, 
uh, chakras. You know, it's this sort of new age spirituality and I kind of resonate with it. But then as I got more into it, I realized there's a lot of what I saw in Christianity. There's a lot of uh, shysters and uh, a lot of gimmicks and people trying to sell you (laughs) stuff. Can you elaborate on (laughs) shysters, please? Shysty people. They're trying to. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm going to have the Urban Dictionary the shit out of that later. <laughs> yeah, the man. shist out of that later. If you pay me $50, I'll like give you a chakra <clears throat> reading. And it's like, fuck you, bro. I don't be- Personally, if you believe in that, I don't know. I think you need to do a little more work on yourself. Just my own personal opinion. But I don't think you should have to pay someone $50 to read your chakras if you actually know what chakras are and are actually aware of what the system is supposed to be doing. Well, but, yeah. But anyway, I want to ask you, like, m- maybe touch upon, like, what do you, what is your current belief in the world if i were to say um do you believe we have you know a spirit or like what do you currently as of today believe um currently as of march 17 2021 um i believe that we do have souls i think that like i think that our body is just a you know it's just a temporary vessel for between lives and i think that I I joke about it being like a simulation, but I kind of like I kind of I kind of do think it is like it kind of is, you know, like and it's and that's why I try to tell people to make the most of it, you know, because it's like I think that whatever you do like does you know affect what happens next, and it's like and it's not like like it's like a heaven or hell thing, but it's like you know like I just like you know I try to be the best I can be always, you know, like and that's not it's not for God, you know, like because like. And, and I'm not saying that I don't believe in God because I believe that there is something else. I don't you know? think like, we I should... believe that there's something more than than just this plane of existence mm. because I've felt more. And that's the biggest thing because I've because I have witnessed it. You right. know, like yeah. I have I have made connections with people across fucking miles and fucking and and <laughs> that shit's love, man. Love. I believe in love. love. Honestly, right now, like my spiritual point right now is love. And Shout out like, Ziggy Marley, love is my religion. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't listen to Ziggy Marley particularly. <laughs> love is my religion, straight oh. up. Like I'll the definition, the definition of religion, whatever it is, um, I would, I would definitely 100% say that love is my religion. I think we should love each other. We're all human, and at the end of the day, we need to be here for each other. And I always, again, like to think in terms of time being not linear and everything is kind of happening at once. And if we aren't monkeys, we definitely were at one point tribal people. And if you're in the tribe, um, you have to get along with each other. You have to love each other or else you get kicked out of the tribe. And no one wants to get kicked out of the tribe. No one wants to kick anyone out of the tribe. It's a fucking sucks to do that. And people who are like, oh, I have my own tribe. That's like, I don't need to be part of a tribe. Like, man... Come on. That's fine. Like, you know, it, it's fine to be your own, but it's like, but trust me, like every, like, come on, just think of rom-coms. Like everyone who's like, I don't, I will never find someone. It's okay. I'm, I'm going to read through this. Like, I don't you don't want to be alone. Man. Yeah. You At the end of the day, you everyone, do, no one wants to be alone, be no matter cat, what they say. And I, you know what? And that, and that, I think circling back to the spirituality thing, I think it's like, I think, <laughs> with cats and spirituality, uh, cats are but, spiritual uh, creatures. Yeah, I think that. Cats but I, I think that everything kind of holds the soul, you know. Like, and it's like, and I, and and it comes down to like every single thing, you know. Like, just be nice to everything because you don't know if you again, were in if that you're gonna be if place. you're gonna be that one, you know. Like, I've read a lot of like things in my life that have given me that perspective of like, you know, like things come full circle. I fully Always. believe in karma. Like, I fucking live my life like. <laughs> 
I kind of live my life like a video game. I have a little karma bar in my fucking head. That As you like, should. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and it sways. Like, and it, but, but that's the thing is that, like, yes. but late, like, lately in life, like, I, like, have just learned, like, honestly, since, like, moving to California and, like, maybe before that, too, of just being, like, just be open and accepting. Like, the only thing to ever come from being open and accepting is love. Yeah, you know, like, there's no bad that could ever come. You could never be too kind, literally, unless it begins agree. hurting yourself. Like you know, you don't want you don't want to rip off your own arm to to help someone. Stupid analogy that right. I just made up, but like you can, you really can never be too kind. Yeah, you should always be as kind as you can. And with that view, I mean, back to kind of what I currently believe as of today could change it's always changing i'm always learning always, and growing yeah, yeah always um, i try to interact with the world as if it were me you know even even material things it's weird i view this table as me this microphone as me this rum is me the cats are me we have cats i have <laughs> <Yeah>. cats <blah, blah. laughs> bandit and chicken <laughs> you know people i try to i try to um i think it was ram das who i don't think you're familiar with really i mean i eat ramen noodles yeah, ramen noodles are fire. Very cheap budget college meal, even though none of us went to, neither of us went to college. <laughs> anyway, um, I try to interact with the world as if it, it were me in a mirror, basically. And I try to m meet everyone. And the way I've come to view, you know, I don't know any other religions that use the word God, but like in Rastafarianism, they use Ja. And in Buddhism, they use uh, um, uh, Brahman, I think it is. And in Taoism, it's basically there's not really it's all the same thing though. It's it's the Tao. It's and that is what I think Christianity was trying to say God is. It's like this overall thing versus like this old man who's looking down and saying, Fuck you, like you're you're good, yeah, you're it's, bad. Right. It's, it's this overall thing. Energy this ether that connects us. It's like this invisible sixth element. And I try to interact with people as if they are again, one me, but not just me, because it goes higher than that. As you say, there's something else above us. Whatever it is, whether it's sentient or whether it's just like a another element that isn't really conscious right. but connects all and, of us. It's or something real. we don't even know about yet. You and, know? and that's something that honestly is like, excuse me, but like something that helps me kind of feel comfortable is like mm. comfort comforted <laughs> about like you know like going to the next place you know it's like yes one is that like i like no one knows you know no it's one. like like there's no one who's like i i know what you don't know like there's no one who can say no that, one you know and, and if it's they like, do if if you ever meet someone who says they know something or or, or if they <laughs> basically what he just said if they know what's on the other side of death if you ever meet someone who says that um run away kill very, them yeah very fast immediately immediately <laughs> But, but yeah, yeah, this ether, this sixth element, this God, this this thing that connects all of us. I try to interact with everyone as if, and it's tr it's true. It's like, you. I have direct you. experience. Yeah, in you this. should you should always be trying to keep it as it's yourself. It's you yourself. Know? Like, praise like like praise praise whatever you want to praise, but praise yourself. You know, like yes. above all else. When I hear people say like, "Oh, thank God," you know, like thank thank God for this, or like I can't like. I just can't believe it. Like God, it's a God's miracle. Like, no, it's like, yo, like sometimes it's, like it's you. Like, it is. You, like, I think you, that's like, okay to say, but exactly. only if you're saying it with the understanding that you are one with God. Right. Like, you and can't I think be that, thinking yeah, right. it as like, outside that you, like, of yourself. That, that you may have like, you know, like it's okay to like acknowledge like, you know, the help of God or like, a God or like, you know, like that, 
faith, acknowledge of your faith, you know, but like, don't ever be like, Oh no, that's not me. That's, that's the universe. You know, like mm. give yourself you. credit. Like, you are the universe. Yeah. Give yourself you know? credit. Like, you the are a fucking that you champion. put into the fucking universe <laughs> is everything that you get back. You yes. know, like when I have shitty days and I'm a shitty person, sometimes to fucking like people who get caught in my fucking path, like I feel so <laughs> fucking bad because I'm like, you know, that's, that's me. But no, I feel no, so I, I, bad. Same way. Like, I, I met this dude. And okay. I'm like, and, I, and it's always like 10 <laughs> minutes later when I'm like, I should have, I should have just been a fucking nice guy. Like, yes. I don't like, I totally could have been a nice guy. I, I reacted over someone asking me if I wanted so- sweet and sour sauce. And I was like, <laughs> So why did I have to be a dick about that, dude? Like I could have like, yeah, I wanted it, but no. Like instead I was like, uh yeah, of course I want fucking sweet and sour sauce. No, just be just fucking think about it for a second. Yes. Examine examine there's uh there's three steps I think we should take. There's, you know, you're in the situation and you're feeling the situation. That's step one. Um most people skip the second step. They go straight to the third step, which is action. You know, you're in this situation and you either, you're, we're all doing stuff. Yeah. No one, if you just sit around and do nothing all day, you're not alive. It, uh, alive. Being alive is, you know, doing stuff and changing and growing. It's action. Um, so you're in this situation and most people skip to step three and they take action to get to this thing that they want to do, whether it's just buying food or whatever. But step two is examining. Now, you don't want to over-examine because this is what we call anxiety, pretty much. You don't want to overthink stuff, but you do want to consider it. Just yeah. a little. Just, you know. Consider everything. Consider everything. Just a little. But act on nothing at first. Yes. 100%. Don't, you have to consider things. You know, especially um, when it comes to, like, emotions and you start feeling angry at something. If I'm angry that I stubbed my toe this morning, the person giving my coffee doesn't need to suffer because I stub my toe. Like that yeah. makes no sense. But there are people who don't, they just haven't made this connection. And, and that's why whenever someone gets mad at me or angry or annoyed or whatever, I just view it from this perspective and all oh, you're just having a bad day. Like it's, yeah. it's all right. Like I understand because yeah. I've been there. I've right. been that and person. I'm always like, and I'm always like, you know what? And like in 10 minutes, they might be feeling like shit too. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so long story short, be nice to be other people. Be a good people. person. Yeah, be nice. Like, love other people, but above all, love yourself. Love yourself. Love yourself. You can't love other people until you love yourself. I think that's a perfect way to end this podcast. I think so, too. I think, I think, you know, I think ending anything on love is a perfect way to end. Man, shout out love. Shout out, um, shout out you. I've shouted shout out, out you. a lot of love. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out you. You to the viewer or listener. This is the place to be. This has been the place to be. And uh, thank you very much for tuning in. We will catch you guys next episode. I'm Colin Knight. This is Colin Knight. (laughs) Uh, Look for him in the future. Oh, my God. Yeah, get a fucking time travel machine and go fucking look for me. The first person to look look for me and find me in the fucking future, (laughs) you just get, like, all the cigarettes in my pocket. Uh, All right. Thank you, Eric Clark. It's been a pleasure. Yes. I love you, buddy. I love you, too, man. I love you guys. That was dope.